Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. I have another solo cast episode this week. I hope that you like these ones. Let me know what you think. That's a little bit of a departure from the interviews that I've been doing lately. But I really felt in, uh, inspired and called today to share with you a little bit more, something actually quite a bit more personal. I'm going to share more about my healing journey with prolapse and also the current healing journey and experiment that I'm going through with my psoriasis and I want to share about how healing truly comes from within. So this was uh, inspired by actually my program that I'm creating right now for women called Overcome Pelvic Pain for Women and a t-shirt or a tank top that we have made for this uh, for this program and for me recording the videos is a really cute tank top that says healing comes from within. And I posted a picture of, of me wearing this tank top on Instagram and Facebook. And I had so many people reach out and be like, oh my gosh, I want that t-shirt or I want that tank top. And Michael and I, my, my business partner and I, are probably going to make this available for people to get for themselves just as a great reminder that healing truly does come from within. But I was thinking about this concept. I, it's been pretty much the only thing that's been on my mind lately. I've been rather obsessed with it over the last few weeks as I've really uh, been diving into my Overcome Pelvic Pain for Women program, filming it, creating it, writing it, thinking about it, living it, breathing it, <laughs> all of that. And then also as I've been gestating on this beautiful other new project that I have, which is a course about self-healing. It's going to be also for women and it's called Transcend. And I've been teasing about it a little bit. I've been talking about it a little bit. And I really want to focus on prolapse and pelvic health issues just because that's my area of expertise. And I know that healing does come from within and without for pelvic health issues. Um, there's a huge emotional component to it. And I'll, I'll try to remember to talk about that a little bit more later. But I'm actually going through the process, I should say, and the, the materials that are going to be, that are gestating right now for this Transcend course in my own life with psoriasis, with a, a really intense skin condition that I have had for many, many years, and I have tried all the things. So whenever I talk about this, I think it's so sweet and and wonderful that I get folks reaching out, giving me ideas of um, remedies and things that can help. Well, I appreciate all of the remedies and ideas so much, but um, I've tried almost everything. <laughs> and I don't mean to say that to be rude or to be ungrateful, because I am grateful and I, I just know folks are trying to help and I, I love that, but I've tried it all. <laughs> I, I really have. And I decided that um, I wanted to use my mind. I wanted to use the power of the mind along with, with physical healing techniques. It's not just, you know, use your mind and, and sit on a couch and dream about it and it will heal. But I wanted to really, really dive into the power of the mind in addition to physical things that I know will help the healing of my psoriasis. And I'm, I'm, I'm deep in this work right now and it's amazing the transformations that have come because again, healing comes from within. So what I wanted to share today was kind of the, the steps that I took and the similarities I have seen in my own personal healing of prolapse and also what I'm doing now with my psoriasis healing and how you can bring this together and use it in your own life and, you know, I'm, I'm really going to be using this these concepts and expanding upon them as I learn more and more and grow more and more 
when I do launch my Transcend course, which I don't know when this airs, if I'm going to have more information about a waiting list, a sign up, I probably will. So please check the show notes if you're interested. Maybe if you're listening to this in the future, you know, there will be a, a waiting list for the course. Who knows? But check the notes because there may be information that you want to look at if you're interested in going deeper with me. But let's get to my story. So I want to... I want to, again, highlight some commonalities between what helped me with my prolapse, what is helping me also now with my psoriasis, and what I know can help you too, no matter what you are healing. And before we really dive in, I want to share that healing actually comes from an old English word, which means to make whole. So healing is actually different than a cure. For some people, healing might not mean a cure. It might not mean that you're back to, you know, your pre-baby state before you had prolapse. It, you know, you might still have some symptoms, but you might be more whole, mind, body, and spirit. You might be able to know how to deal with your condition. You might have less symptom bother. You might be healed on a mind, body, spirit level that's that's different than having your prolapse absolutely completely reversed back to 100% normal. That would be a, a cure. But healing and a cure are actually a little bit different. And I learned this from Dr. Lissa Rankin's uh, book, Mind Over Medicine, which is a fantastic book. I have the revised edition, which actually just came out this year, 2020. It's so good. Please, please, if you're interested in this information in this work, please get this book. You will absolutely love it. So I consider myself not only healed, but also cured from prolapse. And this is why. I had two magical ingredients that helped me on my prolapse cure, I should say. Uh, And this is just speaking for myself, my own personal story. I know it's really like scary for people in the the medical world like me to use the word cure because I don't want to imply or like guarantee any results. Everybody's different. This is just what worked for me. It's what happened for me. And I can say for myself that I am cured because I no longer have any symptoms of prolapse except occasionally when I'm close to my period and I'm a little bit constipated, things can feel pretty heavy down there. And so in that case, I'm just really careful with my movements. I'm careful with my posture. I back off on any high intensity, high impact exercise and, you know, everything is fine after that. But other than that specific you know, incidents, I'm, I'm cured of my prolapse. So like I said, I had two magical ingredients when I developed the prolapse, which if you know my story, basically I was completely silly and completely obsessed with running. And I'd run throughout pregnancy, throughout most of my pregnancy, until things got too uncomfortable and then I stopped. And I was absolutely desperate to get back to running because that was how I managed my emotional health issues, my mental health issues, anxiety, depression, things like that. Running is what saved me. And so I needed to get back to that. I was a new mom, first time mom. I only have actually one child, but you know, first time mom, it was a huge transition. Um, I did not have postpartum depression, but I definitely had all the feelings that go along with being a new mom. It's a lot. And I also um, was wanting to get my body back. I'm just going to be perfectly honest. Like I was, and I was also exhausted. I was so tired. (laughs) I wasn't thinking straight. And so I went for a run three weeks postpartum and I felt prolapse. I felt it occur. I felt a drop. I felt like a a sensation of a drop, almost like a, it wasn't really a pop, but kind of, kind of a pop and a drop. And I was like, oh my God, what just happened? (laughs) So of course I stopped. And the thing is at this time I was already uh, deep into my career shift from being a geriatric physical therapist, so working with older individuals to uh, diving into the world of women's health and pelvic health. So I was already in that shift. I'd already made that transition. I was researching, I was studying, I was learning, I was shifting my career. And so I knew what happened. I knew what was going on. I thought, oh dear. I went home, I examined myself standing up. I saw the prolapse. Um, went to my gynecologist or my, excuse me, my, my midwife and actually twice went to her. I believe it was twice. Could have even been three times, but I, I think it was twice. I went to her and both times she was like, no, she examined me lying down. I don't even think she had me bear down or anything like that, but I was just lying down and, uh, she was like, no, you're fine. You don't have prolapse. But I knew that I did. 
I'd examined myself in a functional upright position. I knew what I felt. I knew what I saw. I knew what I'd experienced. I knew I had it. And so from that, I designed my program for myself. I didn't design it for anyone else. You know, looking back, like connecting the dots, it's like freaking amazing that I was going through the exact coursework and and trainings that I needed to heal myself and ultimately create the program that became Lift, my five-week pelvic support series that's really helpful for women who have prolapse. And I'll put information about Lyft in the show notes as well. But basically, I use these lifestyle techniques because lifestyle is 99% of your day. An exercise session is just 1% of your day. It's tiny. It's measly. So it's important, but it's measly compared to the rest of your day. So I design Lyft using uh, simple exercise techniques um, and strengthening the pelvic floor and the core and also lifestyle. So I did this for me. And I got better. I mean, it took several months until I didn't notice any symptoms, but they were gone and they've stayed gone. So here are the two magical ingredients. Finally, I'm getting to them. If you know me, you know I like to talk. (laughs) Hopefully you're still following. The two magical ingredients I had were belief, belief that there was a cure, belief I could get better, belief I could get better, and trust, trust in myself. And so here's the, the why I had these things. So first of all, belief. I had this belief because like I said, looking back, connecting the dots, I was that overzealous, super enthusiastic person who's just starting to learn something. You know, women's health, pelvic floor health, pelvic floor physical therapy, at least when I was in PT school, gosh, a long time ago now, <laughs> Um, My son is 13, so all this happened 13 years ago, and I graduated a year before that. So I graduated, so this is 14 years ago is when I graduated from PT school. So in that time, when I graduated from PT school 14 years ago, women's health physical therapy, pelvic health physical therapy wasn't a piece of our core curriculum. You needed to do extra extra, um, education and training to get that specialization which I was, I started going into this right around the time that I was pregnant and dealing with this stuff. So I had this zeal. First of all, I was a new doctor, a new doctor of physical therapy. I'd only been practicing for a year when I had my son. So I graduated as a doctor of physical therapy. I went into geriatric physical therapy straight away. I, I, you know, as a young doctor coming out, many people who come out with an advanced degree like that, you know, when you first get started, you're a little scared for sure. But when you kind of get over that first little fear, you're like, dang, I know it all. (laughs) And this is not just me. This is speaking from the experience of many doctors. Many young doctors can go through a hump where they're like, oh my God, this is scary. This is brand new. Like I just graduated. What am I doing? But then pretty quickly, you're like, I got this. I know it all. I know what's going on. This, this is totally no problem at all but then after you've been practicing for a little while all of a sudden you realize holy moses i don't know i don't know anything like there's so much that i don't know so there's this sequence of like feeling like you know nothing to feeling like you knowing it all to then realizing oh my there's still so much i don't know and i think that's actually the wisdom phase right there when you realize there's so much you don't know but i was more at this time about a year out from graduating PT school, so I was about a year out from graduation, I'd had my baby, I was learning all this amazing stuff about specializing in the field of pelvic floor physical therapy, I was a you know a doctor of physical therapy, I'm like, dang, I've got belief, like I know what's going on, I know the body, I know it all. <laughs> and I had this zeal and zest for what I was learning, I believed that it could help me. I believed that pelvic floor physical therapy was a helpful treatment. I believed. With every cell in my being, I believed. Then the trust in myself honestly came from years and years by that time. So I was, oh gosh, 27. And by that time, I had been practicing yoga. And I'd been running. I'd been a runner and I'd been practicing yoga since I was 16. So 11 years at that time. 
Now, I was not super duper into yoga when I was 16, but I was super duper into running and fitness in that way. I was a big cross country and track runner and I practiced, I you know ran all year long to get myself in shape. And I learned so much about my body and just about movement and about gaining strength and, and muscle development and all of that through my running. And then yoga on top of that, which I really got into in college, especially uh, my latter part of college, and then in more in grad school and PT school, I mean, I just learned so much about the body because I actually went to nursing school before I went to when I was in undergrad. I part of my time was in nursing school and then I graduated in health sciences and then I went to physical therapy school. So all of that time in undergrad and graduate school, I was learning so much about anatomy, physiology, the body. I did multiple cadaver labs, so I was learning from real human bodies. So I learned about the body from my running, from my yoga, from later on my dance through my uh, college and, and graduate school years. I did a lot of dance training. I did belly dance, Latin dance. I did African dance. I did pole dance. I did gyrotonics, which is not dance, but it's a style of movement. I did Pilates. I did more yoga. I moved my body and I learned I learned about the body. I learned how to trust my own body. And all that time, especially with the yoga, I was learning to tune in and listen to my inner wisdom. In addition to all this, I also did a lot of other weird, well, not weird at all, but just um, probably for that age, like things that I didn't tell people about, I didn't talk about particularly. I did a lot of uh, work with healers that I never even told my parents about. My goodness, <laughs> I worked with with energy healers. I went to meditation trainings. I really have been in it, in this world for a long time. Never considered myself an expert, but I dabbled in it for sure. And so I had, over that time, learned to trust myself. So I had this magical combination of the mind, the belief and trust, belief in the process, and trust in myself, belief that I could get better and trust in myself. I had that. And then you have to also have the body. So I had the bodily things on my side as well, which was that I was newly postpartum. There's a lot that naturally happens with postpartum healing. There's a lot of natural relief that comes as your hormones go back into balance. Um, actually, I wasn't able to breastfeed for that long, only about six weeks. I tried... I, 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 yeah, I just, it just didn't work for me. And I felt so guilty about stopping. I just, I hated it. There was so much emotion that went into that, but I did stop breastfeeding and then I pumped for a little while, but I just was not a very, <laughs> I was not a very efficient milk producer. So pumping didn't last that long either. So I, I actually weaned pretty early and that, you know, is not something I wanted to do, but because of that, my hormone level was able to, you know, also that helped my hormone levels get back to a more normal thing. And all of your hormones getting back to a more normal pre-pregnancy level helps with prolapse symptoms. So naturally I had that physiologically on my side. Plus I was strong. I was fit. I was active going into pregnancy. I um, was also fit and active recovering from pregnancy. Again, obviously I was a little too overboard about the running, but you know, in addition to that, like I said, I did the self-healing program, my lift exercises and things that I now offer in my lift program. I did that myself. I knew how to use the body to heal. So I did. So I had that on my side. I was also young and, um, you know, I'm sure genetics even play a role too, you know, all sorts of reasons, but I had the mind and the body. And then I also had the spiritual, uh, element of self-healing, and in, in this case for prolapse. Prolapse is a condition physiologically of too much pressure and not enough support. So you've got pressure physiologically pushing down on your internal organs, stretching the ligaments, kind of pulling things out of place, and then you don't have enough support from below, from your pelvic floor. That's physiologically, in a nutshell, what's going on. Now, emotionally, the same thing is happening for so many women. You're a new mom. You have so much pressure trying to figure this out, this new baby. Plus, you're lifting. I mean, again, this is physiological, but you're lifting the baby all day long. You know, you're doing all these things that place intra-abdominal pressure, downward pressure on your pelvic organs, and then just the pressure of knowing how to do it. And, oh my gosh, all the things to do, you have so much pressure. And if you don't have support from your family, from your friends, um, from that reservoir of community and also, you know, your internal reservoir too. If you don't have that support to, 
to feel like you can stand up and ask for help. If you don't have that, that's spiritually going to weigh you down and it's spiritually going to make the prolapse be harder to heal. And I was lucky in that I actually did have a pretty good support crew. I had, well, I had a great support crew. My husband was amazing. He was, he basically turned into another, this is going to offend him if he ever listens, but he won't listen to this. Um, he's a great guy, but he does not listen to my podcast, but he kind of turned into a woman when I gave birth. He, um, literally he was like another little mommy. He was so sweet and so kind. He helped with, he got up with me when I had to uh, feed the baby at night. He helped with diaper changing. He helped with so much. He was able to take some time off work, which was extremely helpful. And then I also had family nearby at the time. I don't have that anymore. So I I sympathize so much for women who live in my area who also don't have family nearby and they have brand new babies and they're doing it all by themselves. It's got to be so hard. And I was so lucky in that I did have family support. So I had the mind. So I had the trust and belief. I had the body going for me. And I had the spirit. I had the support. I had that beautiful formula. Now, you might be listening right now and being like, girl, you suck. You are just telling me all the things you have. You're so lucky. You had all those things. I don't have any of those things or I don't have one of those things. I don't have the support or I don't have this or that. You know, so I'm not telling you this to brag or to make you feel bad or ashamed or sad about your situation if you're healing from prolapse or if you're healing from anything and you're and you're seeing yourself reflected in my story which is why I'm even sharing this I hope you're seeing yourself reflected in some way with my story I'm not getting on here just to talk about myself I want it to help you but if you're seeing yourself reflected and you're and you're feeling a lack you're feeling like ugh I don't have I don't have that. That sucks. I wish I had that. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) This is one area. And I believe that God, my divine beloved, my higher power, my source, gave me this story so that I could go through it once successfully and know, you know, at this point, I didn't know at the time, I was just bumbling my way through all of this. I had no idea that one day I'd be talking about this on a podcast, that I'd have a program dedicated to you know, pelvic support, that I'd have a YouTube channel with all sorts of people who are watching and, and, you know, serving people who are dealing with pelvic health issues. I had no idea that my life would turn this way. And I'm so glad it did. But at the time, like I said, I was just bumbling through it, but it worked out. And I think the reason why is so that I could see how it worked out now at the vantage point now as a 40 year old woman now looking back and going, whoa, I had all those pieces and now I'm trying to heal. I'm not trying. I am healing. Look at the power of words. The power of language is so big. It's so huge. I'm not trying. I am healing my psoriasis and looking back and connecting the puzzle pieces. It's the same thing. So you need the ingredients. You need the mind, the body, and the spirit. So mind, and I'm just going to speak to psoriasis. You please don't, if you don't have psoriasis, well, first of all, I'm also not telling you this is going to cure your psoriasis or any other health condition. It might heal you (laughs) if you, if you benefit from what I'm telling you and it might cure you. It might, it might cure you. It might cure you. It might heal you, or it might not. I'm not trying to say, oh, do this and you're going to be cured from psoriasis. I'm only using this as a story to illustrate the power of whole body, mind, spirit work and the power of self-healing. It is possible. Healing comes from within. And so anyway, as I'm going through this and working on healing and even curing, my own psoriasis using my mind because I have tried everything you guys when it comes to external treatments external tricks and tools and creams and lotions and essential oils and um, you know (laughs) all sorts of things dietary changes food allergies food sensitivities this and that I've tried it all and I've, I've tried meditations but I haven't gotten to certain root cause issues and that's what I want to talk about now so mind body spirit first You have to have mind, belief, and trust. Belief that I can get better. 
to be honest with you, I didn't have that. I didn't have that belief that I could get better. Uh, there was, there's so many pieces to this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could go deep down this rabbit hole, but there's a there's a few. Well, I'll just address a few of them. First off, I hadn't really thought about it. To be honest with you, I hadn't really thought about it. Well, can I get better or not? I hadn't really asked myself that. I just kind of thought to myself, well. I think I need medicine because I'd, I'd healed another area. Like, you know, psoriasis is all, can come in patches all over the body and it kind of travels around sometimes. I had a patch on my knee before it came down onto my ankle and foot area. The knee patch I did cure by using um, a medicine, a medication. And I used it. I stopped itching. It went away. It never came back. But then it came back on my ankle. And so when I finally, you know, got out my medication again, it was almost gone. I didn't, I was, to be frank with you, I was too lazy. I didn't want to make another appointment with the dermatologist. I kind of tried on and off a few times. I really was trying to parse out the medication because I didn't want to, first of all, I hate using medications at all. I really don't like it. Secondly, I didn't want to have to go back to get a refill, to get an appointment, to get a refill for this medication. I just didn't want to go through that. And so... I was really trying to parse out the medication, plus I think the medication was expired by this time, and honestly, it wasn't working. So in my mind, my mind belief, when I first started this psoriasis healing journey that I'm, this experiment that I'm currently on right now, um, I'm full on in the experiment of using the mind right now, but for the last few years, I've been trying to cure this ankle and foot psoriasis and I started sort of periodically using this old remnants of this medication and it wasn't working and in my mind really the belief was that the only thing that could cure cure it and help it was medication even though I wanted to not believe that I'm super all natural I'm super holistic I'm like oh yeah I don't need medication but in my mind I believed that I did like deep down I believed that I needed the meds to cure it so that was part of it I didn't have the belief Second of all, there's some fear and shadow work pieces that we could bring in, but maybe I'll talk about that later. We'll see. So that was the belief, the trust in myself. Same thing. It it was sort of there, but not really because, you know, I tried so many things in the past. I tried all these different things to help with this ankle and foot psoriasis. I've tried dietary changes, essential oils, um, neem oil, different serums and creams that were natural and different um, meditations. But, you know, I never really stuck, especially to the meditations, never really stuck to any of them for any particular period of time. So I didn't really trust that I would stick to a program, that I would stick to a regimen. Um, I tried celery juice. But I never stuck to that long term. I, I broke trust with myself so many times because everyone had been like, oh, you've got to try the medical medium celery juice. Well, you know what? Honestly, it just wasn't working for my lifestyle. I would try it for a few days, but then I just, it was making me stressed out to try to do it and stick to it. So I'd break it. I'd break it. I wouldn't do it. Then I'd come on again, off again, on again. So I'd broken trust with myself many, many, many times. So I didn't have the belief. I didn't have the trust bodily so that's the mind the body i i you know it kind of goes along with what i just said i guess i had a lot of things going for me i i do live a pretty healthy lifestyle i i do um know of a lot of food sensitivities that i do have and i'm very good about avoiding the foods that i'm sensitive to um without trying to get too worked up about it i do have a meditation practice even if i'm not super consistent with like a psoriasis meditation, I do get quiet and come inward almost every day. I'm right now I'm doing it every single day. Up until that point over the last, you know, few years, I had been very good about it. Not perfect at it, not completely regimented, but I was pretty good at it. So I had I had that stuff going for me. I really do walk my talk, you guys. I really do. I try to practice what I preach. And so I had that going for me spiritually, and and maybe this is where I'll tie in some of that shadow stuff. So from a spiritual perspective, whatever condition you're dealing with, like, like with prolapse, I'd mentioned too much pressure, not enough support being kind of the spiritual and emotional side of prolapse, right? Well, oh gosh, this is big. Um, I'm just going to be brief about it, but I might go down a bit of a rabbit hole. So one of the <laughs> the theories that I subscribe to about psoriasis 
um, comes from Louise Hay. Well, and maybe not just her, but she's who I read it in and was introduced to the idea of every physiological issue has an emotional mental component. So skin issues um, can be a, re- a result of, you know, your skin covers you. It's your protection and it's what the world sees. So a fear of being seen, a fear of putting yourself out there, a fear of being seen. Foot issues can be a result of having a hard time standing on your own two feet, having a difficulty or uncertainty about moving forward. Also, maybe not feeling rooted, maybe not feeling so safe and secure, not feeling so grounded. I am definitely a person who's not necessarily grounded. I also am a person who lives in a place that is not her home. I would like for my home to be closer to family. And right now I'm quite far away from family. And this psoriasis stuff really popped up um, on my knee and my and then now my ankle and foot and also my sacrum. So these are all root areas. Root areas is where I had my psoriasis. And they all popped up after we moved um, really halfway across the world to a place where we don't have any family and it's not my roots. It's not where I want to ultimately be. I'm happy here. But it's temporary, you know? It's not my forever home. It's not where my roots are. And I know that you can bloom where you're planted, and I have. But my soul still longs to be somewhere else, and I can't change that. And I don't I don't mind that about myself. I'm actually happy that I have roots someplace that I, I would like to be. That's it's, it's unfortunate that it's not where I am now, but, you know, I've made peace with it. Or I should say I'm making peace with it. But that's kind of one element of my of my psoriasis issues is first of all, fear of being seen. There's huge shadow sides to this for me and for so many people. And also feelings of unrootedness, ungroundedness, fear of moving forward, fear of what that means for my business. I'm an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is scary work. It is like terrifying. You're putting yourself out there all the time. You don't have a boss telling you what to do. You are in control of whether your business does well or not. It is scary, you guys. It is like personal development on steroids and the whole world's watching you while you're doing it. Actually, that's the thing with me is I've always felt like, yeah, who's watching me? No one even cares. That's why I've been able to put myself out there because I've had this strange, weird shadow side mindset of no one's even watching me. Who even cares? I, I'm not growing. I'm I'm so small. No one cares what I do. No one sees me anyway. It's a very weird, self-defeating side of me that... Um, I realize is part of my shadow side and it keeps me small. It's this strange protection about being seen. It's like I'm so scared of being seen that I'm telling myself that no one sees me anyway. No one cares. It's very strange. It's shadows and it's covering up fear, fear of being seen, fear of moving forward, fear of standing on my own two feet, and also this unrooted, ungroundedness. Um, I mean, yeah, there is just (laughs) huge, huge stuff there and that needs to be uncovered. There's even more to it that I, I think I won't go into here because, you know, again, this isn't about me. It's ultimately about you. But if there is a shadow side, if you can uncover that maybe, if you maybe look up what your condition is that you're dealing with and look into Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, her book, You Can Heal Your Life has a whole glossary and now it's an older book and some people might poo-poo it as you know woo-woo we're not grounded in science but I can tell you I have looked through this book (laughs) for so many different ailments for myself and others and every single time when I find the ailment in the book and what it correlates to emotionally it is spot on some things you can't explain by a peer-reviewed double-blinded scientifically validated you know, research paper. Some things are just not evidence-based in the literature, but they are evidence-based by real life. And actually, I tend to trust that self, that stuff much, much more. So to me, Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life, super evidence-based in like real life application. So um, yeah, I have a ginormous fear of being seen. I want to be liked. 
I want to be loved. I want desperately for people to like me. I desperately want validation that I'm doing things right. Um, But when I get validation, that can be scary too because I'm like, oh my God, now I'm being seen. And what if somebody takes it back? What if they don't mean what they say? What if they realize later that they wish they hadn't said that nice thing because they actually don't like me? Fear of standing out in a crowd. When I was in high school, when I was in school age, I, I tended to get some some honors some you know high level uh things like you know accolades Uh, i wouldn't say i ever got bullied but i lost some friends or you know had some things happen because of winning awards and winning things i was seen and it hurt and so no matter no no wonder i'm freaking scared of being seen and yet (laughs) so all of this is shadow work that i'm uncovering and working through to help with my psoriasis. So so all of this together, what I'm developing, the reason I'm telling you all this is that you have to have the mind, body, and spirit on track. And right now, dealing with my psoriasis, healing it, curing it for me involves uncovering those shadows, feeling them, sometimes even emoting, sometimes even letting the sounds out and feeling that inner little girl and soothing her and telling her it's okay and then letting it go, you know, letting it go. You can't deny that shadow stuff is there. I heard recently this great analogy that it's like the dirt's there in your house. You can't just overlook it. You can't. You're going to be sitting on a pile of dirt. Who wants that? Other people can see it. It's showing up. So you got to clean it away, you know? But you can't also then beat yourself up on it and perseverate on it forever. You basically look at it, you shine a light on it, you grab a broom, you sweep it away, you let it go. I know it's a lot harder than that, or it can be, but actually sometimes it can be that easy. And that's part of the belief and trust is realizing that actually sometimes you can just literally bulldoze and dismantle this stuff simply by shining a light on it, going, whoa, maybe even letting out some noises, maybe moving your body in a certain way, maybe just writing some things down, maybe emoting, maybe doing something. Let it go. Acknowledge it. Feel it. Let it go. And then move forward. So that's the spirit. The body, you do. You follow the gentle nudges. You, You picture this end result of you, the woman with this already healed condition, And you say, what would she do? How would she act? How would she move? How would her life be? What would she do? Well, she'd probably, you know, bringing it to to me. Well, no, let's bring it to you. Let's bring it to someone who might have pelvic health issues. If you have prolapse, you know, that's where you do follow the nudges to do the the exercises that are going to help you to learn about the ways you can lift better, to try to practice ways you can lift better, ways you can hold your posture better, all these different lifestyle things. You learn about this and you start doing it and embodying it. You start embodying your body. You start learning how to move and that's going to help with trust and self-trust too, the mind piece. So again, we have the spirit. We work on the spirit. We uncover the shadows. We work on the body. We follow the nudges. We do the physical things we need to do to to become that woman who doesn't have the condition anymore. For me, you know, I am from a body, this is sort of a mind and body perspective for my psoriasis. When I look at my psoriasis, when I look at my foot, I look at it as if it's fake. When I see it now, I look at it and I think, well, that's strange. Why do I have this? like strange um, scaliness on my feet. It must just be like a weird thing. Oh, no big deal. No worries. It'll go away. If the foot itches, I say, well, that's curious and that's odd. I wonder why it's itching right now. Eh, I won't worry about it. And the itch goes away. I'm telling you, it's crazy. So it's like you embody the woman who already has the cured outcome and you do those things. A woman who does not have psoriasis would not itch her foot until it freaking bleeds. She wouldn't. And so if I feel an itch coming on, I might gently sort of touch it with my finger, but that's it. I won't sit there and scratch at it until I'm literally scratching my skin off. I won't do that because a woman who doesn't have psoriasis would not do that. A woman who doesn't have prolapse, well, she'd be doing things to uh, 
live a safe life, live a life where she's not, you know, lifting incorrectly, where she is um, using her body in ways that are helpful for her prolapse and not actually hurting things and making things worse. She'd learn about these things or she'd already know them. But if you don't already know them, you might need to take the time to learn about them. And that's okay. Again, it's a mind, body, spirit connection. We can't just sit on our couch and expect these things to magically disappear. And then the mind, going back to that again, is you've got to have the belief that you can get better and the trust in yourself. And like I said, I've developed the trust in myself through developing my intuition. One thing I've really, really up-leveled lately is that daily meditation practice. I've gotten a lot better at doing it every single day. When you get quiet, that allows you to listen. Notice animals. We know animals are intuitive, right? They know when a storm is coming. Um, my cat, and I actually just recently posted a thing on my Facebook page that was a like a, a video of the beautiful video of a lady who has a dog that she's meditating, and this dog comes over to her and just loves her. He just puts his head on her shoulder and he lays in her lap and he puts his hand on or his paw on her heart. And it's just the most beautiful video. But it's funny because I posted that and so many people wrote, you know, my dog or my cat or whatever comes running whenever I meditate. And the same with me. Our animals know because they don't have all this external input constantly in their heads, in their minds. They don't have social media that they're constantly checking and everybody else's ideas and podcasts to listen to. And here I am wanting you to listen to my podcast. But you know what I mean? Like when you have so much external input constantly vying for your time and attention, it's hard to hear your own inner light, your own inner mind. And so meditation really helps you develop your intuition. So that is really, really huge right there. And that will help you develop the trust in yourself. And the belief, part of it is just making a decision. <laughs> and part of it is time. Part of it is is having somebody to support you too. To somebody else to believe in you before you can believe in yourself. And actually, that's why I want to create, that's why I am creating Transcend, this program that I've been teasing and talking about. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe that you can get better. And I had enough people over the years, enough healers that have believed in me too. I've had, I've been, I've worked with coaches. I have, I have spent so much time and, and money on working with coaches and healers and intuitives and people who do believe in me. They've told me they believe in me, but why couldn't I accept it? Why couldn't I? But finally, you know what? There's no reason in beating myself up for saying, why couldn't you accept it? Until, why did you have to turn 40 to really accept that other people believe in you and really try to believe in yourself too and believe that you can get better? But finally, it's like the right combination of people believing in me, in me books that I read, information that I read, case studies that I read, um, anecdotes that I read, finally made me say, I can I can do this too. I'm going to try. And so that's why I embarked on this three-month experiment to cure my psoriasis without using any, without really changing anything else in my outer life. I didn't want to try another diet. I didn't want to try another, I didn't want to try medication and I didn't want to try another, you know, serum or topical application. I wanted to use the mind. I wanted to be the guinea pig that would ultimately be able to show that it works and guess what guys it's working and i wanted something in my soul was propelling me to do this partially because i knew that it would change my it would change my trajectory of what i want to do i've been doing pelvic health i've been doing women's pelvic health physical therapy and physical fitness and wellness and nutrition and sort of this bodily level stuff on a career path for 13 years. Um, again, I graduated from PT school 14 years ago, but for that first year, I was really just doing um, geriatric physical therapy. I was, I was not so into what I'm in now. For 13 years though, I've been doing this. I've been doing what you hear me talking about on my YouTube channel. I've been doing fitness and pelvic floor stuff and you know, healthy living, but it's been a very physical level. I wrote a book, Lady Bits. It's all been very physical though. I mean, in my book, I address the mind as well and, and the spirit, but I don't talk about it that openly. But you guys, in my private life, it's all 
I care about. It's all I talk about. For the last however many years, I am I, I have been secretly, well not secretly, but I, I don't talk about it, but I have been reading all of the personal development books. I have been gathering all of the crystals. I've been doing all of the meditation. I've been doing all of the energy work. I've been doing all of the self-healing. It's what I'm passionate about for my own personal life. And like I said, I finally, it's like, I know all this stuff. It's time to kind of do what I did with Lyft when I healed my prolapse. I created a program. I did it. I got better. So I'm like, okay, come on. It's time now to accept that I am one of those crazy personal development woo-woo people. And I love it. And it works. And I'm going to gather a program. I'm going to make a program for myself. I'm going to do it. And it's going to work. And it's working. And I know that this next step is bringing it to folks who maybe are feeling overwhelmed like I was, <laughs> you know, like they, they're they open to it. This is not, if you're still listening, then you obviously are a person who's open to it. If you, you, you wouldn't be listening now if you weren't open to this stuff too. You've probably read a, a thousand personal development books. Probably Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life is not unfamiliar to you. You probably have it in your bookshelf. You probably know Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Joe Dispenza. You probably know Carolyn Miss. You probably know um, oh, I don't even know all the people, Sue Mortar, like all the people that I love and follow. You've probably tried them all. You know the quotes. You've seen the Pinterest quotes and the Instagram quotes. You know the power of the mind and the body. But putting it all together, it's like you haven't, you haven't gotten to that place of belief and it's not your fault. I didn't either until honestly very recently. I knew all the stuff, but like really believing, I wasn't there. And that's why I'm like, <laughs> this is actually what I want to do next. I don't want to stop talking about pelvic health. I'm not going to. I, this is still, you know, that's still a huge part of my business is the wellness and lifestyle and more physical body stuff. But the next level, the next level is what I'm going to be doing with Transcend and how I'm going to be sharing how you can put it all together for you to heal. And again, remember, healing is can be the same as cure, but in some cases it can look different. Sometimes it's not a complete cure, but you can still be healed. You can still be made whole. I just think that is the most beautiful explanation. I'm so grateful to Dr. Lissa Rankin and her book, Mind Over Medicine, for teaching me that. I didn't know it before, but now I do. And I am absolutely passionate about taking this and I'm publicly sharing, I'm publicly stating right now that this is what's next. And this is the other side of Femme Fusion. This is the other side of the work that I do. The fun hip circle videos and kegel videos and relaxation videos and nutrition stuff and eat clean, move every day, shine brighter is still there. And it's still me because you've got to have both mind, body, and spirit. But the mind and spirit is what I've been obsessed with for the last 20 plus years, 25 years probably. I've been obsessed with that personally, and I'm ready to share it more with you. So oh, this feels so good to say. It feels so good to say out loud. And I hope that you knowing more about me is helpful just to feel more connected to me and to understand where I'm coming from. And I hope you know more. you knowing more about me and my story helps you understand how where you might need help and maybe where you're doing awesome. I mean, maybe you've got that mind piece, that body piece, and that spirit nailed down and you're like, well, I really actually, I, no wonder I healed myself. No wonder I'm doing great. You know, maybe you're somebody who already has got this process figured out and I'm actually the one late to the party here. That's awesome. But maybe you're realizing where you might have a hangup and then this is going to give you inspiration to know where to look to start healing. I want to recap <clears throat> the mind. You've got to have belief, belief that you can get better. You've got to have trust, trust in yourself. Body, that's huge. That's the lifestyle stuff. That's the body. That's the physical. That's the physical plane. Spirit, that really goes with the mind, but I'm taking it less of belief in yourself and trust in yourself and more to the emotional pieces, the emotional components, the blocks, the shadow work. Whew. 
It's the stuff, you guys. It's the, it's the big stuff. And also the concept of holding it all lightly and surrendering it, surrendering it all over to source, which we didn't even get into today, but whew, that's big too. So all of those together is what creates healing, and that's why healing means to make whole. So if this seems like something you want more of, if this seems like something you're curious about, you're interested in, as of this recording, I actually don't have anything for you. I don't have a waiting list. I don't have anything like that, but I will. So I am assuming by the time this recording posts, um, you you will there there will be something there will for sure there'll be something that I'm going to put in the show notes that you can sign up for whether you're listening to this right when the show comes out or if you're listening to it years later down the road because that's the thing podcasts last forever they live forever Ooh, putting myself out there um, facing my fears <laughs> of being seen because accepting like whereas before I was always like fearful of being seen but I was like yeah nobody's looking anyway well that's one reason that my growth has been very slow you guys I have a lot of people who follow me on YouTube and whatever but I've been putting videos up on YouTube for 10 years now so that growth has actually been pretty slow in the big picture I'm now ready to be seen I'm facing these fears I'm ready to be seen and I'm going to predict and I'm not saying this from a um egotistical way i'm saying this from a way of accepting that i'm putting myself out there and people will see it and sure that's kind of scary but i'm letting it go i am i am wide open to this and i feel i'm almost crying as i say this right now because this has been what's holding me back you guys this fear of being seen has given me psoriasis it's given it's or it's contributed to it at least it has kept me small it's kept me from growing and reaching the people that i need to reach with my mind body spirit medicine with my femme fusion with my basic kegel stuff with my basic hip circles with my basic fun fitness but also with this work with this deep work and i know that now that i'm facing this fear now that i'm opening up i will be seen and it will grow quickly and i'm terrified and i'm letting it go right now i'm letting it go i'm literally feeling that fear right now in my body i'm feeling it i'm feeling shivers as i'm talking to you I'm feeling it and I'm honoring it and I'm saying fear you go you go I I honor you I love you I thank you for protecting me for being there for me thank you but you need to sit beside me now in the passenger seat you can't drive the car anymore you need to sit beside me and maybe you can actually even just go away (laughs) You don't really need to be a passenger in the car anymore. I think I can actually turn the car off and I can let you out. I can let you open the door and I can let you leave because I'm ready. I'm ready to drive this car by myself. I'm ready. Oh, God. So, whew. You heard it here first, folks. If you want more, if you want to take the next step, check the show notes and there will be ways that we can work together There will be information about Transcend. There will be information about Lift, the self-healing program that I used to heal my prolapse. (sighs) Thank you. I just want to honor you for being here to the end. I want to honor you for listening. I want to honor you for being open. I want to honor you for being curious. You've got this. I believe in you so deeply. I hope you can feel that right now. Until next time, please remember, (laughs) it almost seems like shallow and cliche to say this right now, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's a a big piece of me. It still is. It always will be. You'll know this. Say it along with me if you know me. Eat clean, move every day, and you will shine brighter. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being my community. Please check the show notes if you want more. I love you all.